We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time to check in with Atlanta United and Atlanta Hawks broadcaster Mike Conti. Slides it forward, a shot, score! Brought to you by Lindy and the Empower Home Team. Every Friday at 12.20, we talk to Mike. And before we talk about kind of what's on the line tomorrow, uh, you were there to see Messi the other night, Mike. I know you've talked about it a lot, but you haven't talked about it with us yet. What was, the, what was that experience like? Yeah, that guy's really good. <laughs> Man, I mean, I've never seen him in person before. I mean, you see him on, on TV or on film, and, and you respect him, and you think, oh, boy, he looks pretty good. But, boy, when you see him in person... Whew, uh, he's amazing, and Busquets is pretty amazing. I, I think Busquets made a, a couple, you know, pretty grave errors that Atlanta United should have pounced on, to be fair. But uh, those two, and now you're going to add Jordi Alba, and you're going to add this young player they're signing from Argentina, and, you know, Luis Suarez reportedly going to join them. I mean, <laughs> th- that's that's going to be ridiculous. Uh, now, the the funny thing is, I think Inter-Miami is too far back right. to make the playoffs this year. So, uh, Inter-Miami is probably going to be in Terminator mode here in this League's Cup. And then they're also still in the U.S. Open Cup. I mean, Messi could come in here and immediately win these guys two trophies, and then they could miss the playoffs, which is very, very strange. But um, um, I really thought – and I'll take the L on this. I really thought Messi was going to come in. He was going to be the best player in this league, but he wasn't going to dominate the league the way that some are expecting. Um, it is only one game against an MLS team, but I, I might have been wrong on that prediction. I mean, he he looks like he's that much better than everyone else. Mike, is that a good thing or a bad thing for the MLS? Because, I, I mean, obviously yeah. you got to get eyes on the sport itself, you mm-hmm. know, with having the biggest sports, uh, the best soccer player in the world there. But overall, with all these guys coming in, is that good for MLS? Well, it's interesting. I, I, I think you hit the nail on the head. It, it will be very, very good from an exposure standpoint. I mean, I hated it because it was against Atlanta United, but watching SportsCenter all morning on Wednesday, yeah. you are just seeing highlight after highlight of Messi just creasing Atlanta, and I hated that. I hated watching that. But at the same time, I'm thinking, oh, you know what? ESPN's talking about Major League Soccer. Right. They haven't done that all year since they lost the broadcast rights. And I'm sure in many parts of the world it was the same thing, just a you know highlight reel of Messi all over the world. And that's good. Because that's exposing people to MLS who wouldn't otherwise care. Uh, But I think you're kind of touching on something, Randy, that would be a concern of mine. If Messi comes in here and is so far ahead of what the rest of this league is, some could use that as an indictment on the quality of MLS. But I would just counter that with this. In the last three years, talking about recent Messi, okay, not – Young 25, 26-year-old Messi. We're talking about early to mid-30s Messi. In the last three years, a Messi team has won by three or more goals with Messi scoring two or more of those goals against three Champions League teams. Okay, Champions League is the best of the best. I think we would all agree with that. Mm -hmm. Nine teams from La Liga. 
And by the way, that was just in one year. A uh, couple teams in Ligue 1 from France. Uh, you know, he's that good that he's going to make some of the best teams in the world have nights like Atlanta United had. But um, what would concern me, Randy, is if it's like this every night. I think then that could that could really serve to be an indictment of the league. I know that the game tomorrow night against Cruz Azul is to stay in the League's Cup. Um, do you think there's more on the line than just that? Is, is, there, is there any serious concern that Atlanta United might be making a change here? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I believe that – you know, honestly, I don't know what to believe. Yeah. Um, I don't, and that kills me. Um, the, the problem is you got humiliated in such a way Tuesday where you almost feel like they have to do something, right? Right. But then when you take a step back and you kind of look at the reality of where they are right now, the reality of where they are roster-wise, the fact that they're playing with you know, only two designated players right now, one of them still nursing a hamstring injury, uh, the fact that you were on the road, the fact that still on the league table you're in really good shape to make the playoffs on the league table with 10 matches to go, and granted a lot can change, you take a step back and then you have to peel the emotion away from what happened Tuesday and evaluate that and, and make a decision as a whole. Um, so I'm sure it will come as no surprise to our listeners that I don't feel like a change like we're all kind of tiptoeing around here would would be a good thing. I, I think you're yeah. better off maintaining your consistency. I don't think it would change anything dramatically for the final 10 games. I don't think it's going to make the team better, in other words. Uh, but there's a lot of emotion coming off what happened on Tuesday where I would understand if if there was that thought that, boy, it, it's just gotten so low right now that we've got to do something. Um, so it's going to be really, really tough. By the way, Cruz Azul is in the same spot. I mean, in fact, in the Mexican media, it's been reported that their coach will be fired oh. if they lose tomorrow. Uh, I mean, think about that, and think about the pressure that puts on Cruz Azul now. Like it, th- this match is going to be fascinating tomorrow because I think both teams are going to be feeling a ton of pressure, and um, that could create, I think, a lot of desperation in both of these teams and. Might cause a team to press and make a mistake, or it might cause a team to really dial in and focus and play well. We'll just have to see. How healthy is this team right now, Mike? As Cruz as... Azul or Atlanta? Atlanta. Atlanta's really good. I think the only player out is going to be Machop Chol. I think okay. everyone else is in really good shape health-wise. Yakamaka seemed to get through everything in Miami okay. Right. Uh, Almada's okay. I mean, those are the guys you, you obviously worry about. The guys coming off surgery last year, Robinson, Guzan, I, I think everything is good there. I think Machop Chol who was uh, out of the team on Tuesday. That might be the only one you have to worry about tomorrow. Mike, the playing surface, I know they had the friendlies here in Atlanta early this week and everything. Mm-hmm. The playing surface, why can't why, why wouldn't they just keep it like that, Mike? Is it that big of a hassle, do you think, to, uh, to be able to Randy, have that kind of surface? I am so glad you asked that question because I, I think there's been a lot of assumptions made on why that is, and no one's actually asked the question. So I'm, I'm really, really glad you asked. So – I was at the Premier League match on uh, Wednesday. It was a lot of fun. Almiron scored everything. It was great. And you're right. They have the natural grass down. And one thing I noticed, that grass surface had only been installed for like four or five days. And already you were starting to see areas of that pitch that were noticeably brown where the grass was dying. And what I have been told 
uh, from a couple different sources is that it's just not possible right now to sustain a temporary grass surface in there for more than a couple days. Uh. When the World Cup comes in 2026, they're going to put something in that is a little more semi-sustainable. They're actually going to elevate the pitch and uh, you know, do do a couple things to help sustain the the grass, but that's gonna that's a months long process. Mm-hmm. You have so many events in that stadium right now that you can't be changing that grass out every five right. or six. It takes days just to get it out of there. Like that that's the thing with um, you know the game on September sixteenth. Oh, you got to put grass down for Messi. All right, well, cool. You have a Falcons game twelve hours later. You you can't get the grass <laughs> right, out of right. there in time. It's just not. Uh, possible with the infrastructure right now. So I'm really glad you asked. It's it's just not set up for it right now. It's also incredibly expensive. And I would also point out, FIFA has given Atlanta, uh, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium turf its highest rating for turf, uh, comparable to many grass pitches around the world. So there are, Randy, you can relate to this playing in the NFL. There are a lot of raggedy artificial yes. surfaces yes. around yes. the NFL. Yes. Uh, Atlanta is not one of them. I mean, if not putting grass down means Messi's not going to play, I just wouldn't put grass down. Then you'd have a better chance <laughs> well, of beating him. You know right. what I mean? Like, that's the other thing. Why would you want to give your opponent a competitive advantage? Right. Yeah. Oh, the I, I don't guy's get that. not going to play? Great. Yeah. I mean, Perfect. everyone everyone wants to see him. I get it. And right. by the way, I don't think turf or no turf will affect whether or not he plays in Atlanta. I think what will affect if he plays in Atlanta is whether or not he's involved in Argentina's qualifiers earlier in that week. I mean, he, he might be oh, playing yeah. 90 minutes for Argentina Wednesday night in a qualifier. It's not going to come down to playing surface, in my opinion. I think it's going to come down to fatigue. Mike, thank you. Appreciate it, Mike. All right, guys. Call this weekend. You, uh, thanks for everything up there. Uh, you guys are sweating it out up there while I'm here in the air conditioning. <laughs> so great job. Appreciate it, Mike. Mike yeah. Conti. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.